Hey everybody, on our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm Mark Marcello, a director, actor, choreographer, and writer. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made, Made in Hollywood. Hollywood. This week, we're going to do a flashback to Weekend at Bernie's. We're also going to talk about Hollywood eats and where to work those eats off. <laughs> and happy birthday to Footloose's Kevin Bacon. And Angelica Houston. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm wearing my, the hat you gave me on our, on our last episode. Yep, you're and welcome. I, I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> um, I think it looks great. Um, it does look good. Yeah, I love the green and the black. I'll have to post, uh, post something about it. But um, also, we just went uh, thrift shopping. Thrift which, shopping. Which was cool because I got myself a record player, um, which I didn't have. I do love analog everything, as you know, and I have a record player that I bought at the flea market a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you kind of got the, basically the same one that I got. Yeah. and That's uh, what made me get it. I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is just like Mark's. I like it. Oh, uh, dude, I love records. They're uh, so interesting. Um, one of my professors back in college, again, I always talk about them, um, uh, his name was Tomlinson Holman, uh-huh. and he created THX. So if you've ever been to the movies and you get that you hear the you know at the beginning of the movie it's T and it says THX sound. Uh-huh. So that's him, Tomlinson Holman experiment. Huh. And he said and I uh, do quote him and he said that um, records are the best representation of live sound. So we can have all our digital this our CDs that but when it comes down to it, because a record is actually a real surface with real grooves, and that's how they create the, the sound waves within it, uh, it is the best representation of a real live sound. Interesting. Is what you're hearing on those, those LPs of yours in, those, in, the, in the attic, in the closet, or the ones that you threw out to the Goodwill. Right. Well, I'm excited to start listening to real sound for the first time. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Flashback Film Friday. Now Mark and I do Monday night movie nights. Yes. Um, so that was really fun. So this is going to be a Monday night movie night review. This is going to be a Monday night movie night movie night review. Yeah. Um, but we've done two now. We did two? Oh, two movie nights. Yeah. Yeah, because we watched Weekend at Bernie's 1 and Weekend at Bernie's 2. Yeah. So and we've now we're done going to talk about them both. It's great. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. really good. Um, so I've got. I feel like I've got loads of opinions on these movies because we can. Because um, I love them. Um, and I. Which one's your favorite? The first or the second one? Wait a minute. First of all, have you ever seen? Did you had you ever seen them before we did these movie nights? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you had. Oh yeah, yeah. I and I own the second one. Um, and I think I own the first one back in Indiana. Um, and yeah, my family are like my dad, my mom, my sister, we've all been like huge Weekend at Bernie's fans for the longest time. I think it's my mom's favorite. The second one is my mom's favorite movie. Oh, interesting. I think. Don't quote me on that. But she did tell me that she really loves it. She really loves it. She really loves it. Well, there's, uh, you know, definitely uh, there's, there's a lot to love in the second one, but I have to say, I think that the first one is a way better movie. Yeah, you know, I the interesting thing is I have always loved the first, the second one. Like I've always thought like the second one was so freaking amazing. I th- always thought it was better than the first one. 
Um, and everybody talks about that. Everybody is, says that it is. Everybody oh, talks about Weekend at Bernie's 2 is, I think, famously uh, popularly better than... So this last time watching it, I felt like I... Um, I felt like I actually liked the first one better. Um, and oh, you I did. Yeah, even though... And I feel like it's because the parts in the second one that make me laugh a lot are when Bernie's dancing. But that's... The only time I really I know, a lot. and I saw it when I was really young. So you got to think. I think yeah. like a young kid would not get the jokes from the first one, right? And then, but but seeing that guy dance, that's something I would I that would register as a kid. Dude, that that he first of all, he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, his dance, his dancing, that is by far the best thing. He's a Terry Kaiser plays Bernie. Mm-hmm. He is a physical comedy genius he really is he is he's dead the whole time he's dead the whole time and he's the funniest part of the movie he doesn't have a single line not one line he's the best part of that whole movie he's the best part of both movies to be honest he carries two movies he's dead 90 percent of the time yeah that dude is funny (laughs) he's terry kaiser's a, a, a genius i don't know why he didn't do more work than he did um yeah i'm a fan i but i i really think okay this is the thing weekend at bernie's one way better script there's a real story there yeah weekend at bernie's bernie's two great dancing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i actually that was the impression i came out of it with this the second time around it's so weird because i've i've always my literally my whole life i've always been like second one's better second one's better um that's what my family has always said but yeah like watching them both one after the other yeah, that's the, that's the impression I came out with as well. Because I remember when we watched the first one, we were laughing like the whole time. The whole time because there's the a lot of one, great jokes in it. The second one, we only laughed when, when like out loud, I think when Bernie, when, was, when, Bernie. when Bernie was dancing. Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy are really funny in the first one. They have, They're so funny. They have great lines. Yeah, they have great lines because they, they're great really comedy, good great in the physical second comedy. one too. They're just like, I think it's like, I think it's partially maybe the like it's the writing it's it's a little bit of the direction too like direction. the uh, you know the the two thugs they are like it, they're like in another movie I don't know what movie they're in but they don't fit for me at all really when I, I remember I I don't know I didn't mind I, like, I the only part I liked them in was when they lose the gurney and it flies out the window really that was my favorite part of theirs I like I like them oh yeah I don't like them. I, I, I feel I like, like I felt like even like the the um the production value was even lower in their scenes than everybody else's. Like I just felt like they were in another movie, uh-huh. and and the script I just feel has so many gaps, and there's just nothing like even just connecting the scenes together, and then the moments within the scenes I just feel like they're not connecting uh-huh. until Bernie's on the screen, and then everything's fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with you that I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is for me that that makes. I think it's, I think it's to the direction and the writing because I honestly think I I like all those actors. Oh yeah, I like them all. Oh yeah. Um, well, I don't I know about like, the thugs. I didn't think they were great at all. Actually, I, think I like them. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> good know. for you, man. <laughs> I really did. I, I I like everybody in the film. Um. So I feel like for me. I think the the direction and the writing just like really fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, 1989 has nothing on us. <laughs> Look here, this came out. Yeah. 1989, the second one? I don't know. I think it's the first one. <laughs> I think it's the first one. Yeah, it's the first one. The first one came out in 1989? When did yeah. the second one come out? Uh, I don't know. You're asking me things I don't need to know. I don't know. Uh, 93. 93. Yeah. Um, no? Okay. I don't got much to say about that. <laughs> they're um, just they're just numbers on a page to you aren't they yeah i don't know <laughs> i wasn't alive it's just like, i don't know what i was doing okay just stop talking <laughs> um but uh <laughs> well food for thought anyhow mm. and speaking of food uh <laughs> Did you like that segue? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I would. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Hollywood eats. Like, where do you, where do you like to eat? Where do we? Eat? So obviously, L.A. has so much, you know, in the way of food here. Yeah. And then and but where do you go when you are um, a dumb eater like you who's vegan i am not a dumb eater i actually know the best places and then a guy like me who is so not a foodie Mm -hmm. uh so where are the normal places to go well you're gonna have to tell me like what you consider to be the normal places are like non-vegan places i guess to you Mm, i just mean like normal is as like not your frou-frou like this is where all the people who love food so much, this is oh, where okay. they go. You know, like, I mean, I love food, but I mean, I just like normal food that you can taste good, you know? So my, so I think it's probably my favorite um, place. It's a vegan restaurant. Um, but you like, they don't advertise that they're a vegan restaurant because you can't really tell. Um, at least I can't, a lot, everyone I brought there, like, can't tell. They don't advertise it. Um, it's so good. If you're going to go, I suggest going for brunch, but you can go anytime. It's called Crossroads Kitchen. Um, it's on Melrose. Think about some jeans at Crossroads. No, not Crossroads Kitchen. Well, I maybe mean, Crossroads Trading. I think there's a Crossroads Trading. Yep. Pretty nice place. Yeah. Well, this is different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is Crossroads Kitchen and it's so freaking good. I suggest if you go there for brunch, I can't remember what it's called, but get ask say I want the bread with <laughs> with the egg yolk on it, and they'll know. Oh, okay. They will know. Trust me, they'll know. I highly suggest getting that. Um, I was yeah. really looking forward to you saying like, just ask them, tell them to like give you this thing with bread, and then there's stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> they'll know because it's a popular item. Um, but that's this that's like my favorite place. But it's kind of expensive. I went there on Easter. Um, and then I went again when I, when I went, uh, I did a uh, meeting with my manager there. Um, so I love it there, but if you're looking for something like a little less expensive, um, I, there's another place I go to called my vegan gold. That's in like, uh, uh, Silver Lake area. Also really, really good. Silver, Silver Lake's like another County. Silver Lake is not that far. It's so far. Maybe it's not Silver Lake. No. I think it's wherever I'm talking about it is like maybe ten minutes from Burbank, fifteen minutes. From Burbank? Well, I'm not talking about from Santa Monica. Well <laughs> it's not that far. <laughs> it's far for me. <laughs> yeah, it's cl- well it's close to me and I love it. It's like 
very very good they've all got all different types of foods their menu is actually like really big which like i've heard chef ramsey say that it's better to like condense your menu down but they've got so much stuff on their menu but i i still root for them i think it's really good food um what do you, what kind of places do you like? <laughs> <laughs> he says with so much enthusiasm. <laughs> well, I'm a meat eater, so I just like, you know, I like normal stuff. I like steak. Yeah. I like potatoes. You know, I love that stuff. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I just go places where, I mean... To be honest, I love a diner. I think I've mentioned you it before. You do love a diner. I do. I love norms. Yeah. I just love norms. Yeah. I mean, it's so great. I mean, you can get so much stuff and it's like 8.99. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um I uh, I told you before uh, I often go to Cafe 50s mm-hmm. because I just love the vibe there. It's a little it's a little overpriced I think for for, you know, being a diner. But it has such a great, you know, 50s themed atmosphere that is kind of fun. I mean, if I can find a diner, like I'm I'm happy, like a real diner, one with with a counter and, you know, the booths and all that. That's what I love the best. And they they are disappearing rapidly in this country unfortunately. I just I, but that's where I want to go. I always want to go. I want to get some Bob's big boy. Yeah, there is, but Bob's is really far. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I also don't love Bob's. You know, I hate to say that, but yeah, I I don't love Bob's. I don't think it's one of the best diners. It's not. I always end up there on Halloween. Well, we have to have a little place around here called uh Tulip Cafe. And I loved it. It was literally like you would walk in. It was like walking into the 1980s Midwest. There's like a little black and white tube TV on the shelf. They're playing some, you know, you know, episode of Alice or something. And you sit at the counter and there's, you know, the thing of pie. little thing, And then, you know, and you just watch the, them grill everything right there. And the lady is so nice. And. They, of course, that's gone now. You know, everything's gone. Let's see about that. It's gone. Did I ever take you... I know we've talked about it, but did I ever actually take you to Cha Cha Chili's? I don't know. You always bring this place up. I've well, probably the been is, there by now. I don't think you have. Um, it's not vegan. Um, but So I would never take you now. But before I was vegan... Well, now, he, now he's like, you know, dangling the carrot and I don't get to <laughs> <laughs> But before I was vegan, I always wanted you to go because it used to be my favorite restaurant. So... For anyone that's not vegan, since you really didn't give any specific place, <laughs> you just said you just said the diners of Los Angeles. <laughs> so I'll I'll give something in your stead. Um, uh, I think Chacha Chili's is a good non-vegan spot. What about BJ's? We love. BJ's. Oh yeah, I guess BJ's. We always end up at BJ's. I'm looking for. I was like trying to find like like stuff that's like. Something that it's like not a chain that you're not gonna just like you know. Yeah, I know. I was trying to give the listeners something to grasp on, <laughs> something to go try. It's not. It's not easy to find a place that's not a chain that is just good old American food. That I mean, everything yeah. is so specific now, and or it's like oh yeah. I don't, well, I don't usually love good old American food. You don't love you don't love Americans. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's just, I'm not a big fan of the food. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't even know you. <laughs> it's just, I like, I think my favorite type of food is like Chinese food. Yeah, I'm not a big, not Chinese, a big food Chinese food guy. person. Uh, I just, I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know that this is interesting at all. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do they want to hear about what kind of food we eat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Well, enough with the food talk. I want to know how you work this food off. How are you working out, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so much like a commercial. <laughs> well, Charles, <laughs> speaking of, how do you work this food off? <laughs> um, I, I don't know who Charles is, but... <laughs> yeah, no, I, know. I know you don't know who Charles is. <laughs> um, but I want to know. I want to know how you're doing it because I am trying to get into the workout routine recently and it's, it's, it's kicking my butt. Dude, I don't know what happened to me over the last two slash 23 years mm. uh, from the pandemic, but like I am so out of shape right now and I feel like I'm doing so much stuff to get myself back in shape and I'm not seeing results. It's crazy right now. Well, I mean, it takes a little time. I don't know. <laughs> this stuff doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I am the least fit i've ever been i feel like really yeah and i so? and i'm like going to dance classes for myself i'm i'm working out a couple times a week at the gym i'm i'm teaching uh so i'm on my feet all the time i'm choreographing right now i feel like i'm on my feet all the time and yet nothing is happening i'm just a jello huh yeah i don't know i think i think you just got to give it a little more time that's what i think i mean I was like, the pandemic screwed us. Yeah, it did. Like, it really did. I Right before the pandemic, I was, like, working out every day. Yeah, um, you were. I was, like, really in shape. You really were. Um, And there was, like, so, like, I, before I was working out, I think I was, like, 100 pounds. Then I, that's that's not a lot. Then I started working out. I, that got up to, I think, what, 135? Mm-hmm. Now I'm, like, at, like, 125, which I think is a good place pretty good place for me mm-hmm. i still want to like work out to like put on some muscle um but uh yeah like it, it, the pandemic kind of like really screwed up my whole thing i mean i i lead a very my career is very active it's yeah. very on my feet so because you're dancing i'm a dancing guy yeah so i'm on my ass all the time yeah, well, you know, a lot, well, of, a lot of people are on their ass all the time. Yeah, you know? because most of the stuff I do is on my ass. But um, I, that's why I like. That's why I like. I actually like go to the gym and like, I I I created a gym in my garage. Yes. Oh, I have to say, I loved it. You got to come over and work out in my gym. Sometime. I'm I'm gonna do it. Cause now we got the treadmill in there. Um, it's great. We got everything you need. Dude, and you got a treadmill. You got a punching bag. You got a bench press. You have what else do you have? It's um, pretty awesome. I mean, got. I've got like tons of like little like workout toys and stuff. And I got a TV out there and an Alexa, so you can ask her to play some music, and then you can watch Seinfeld. You got Wi-Fi. You can put on a, a stretch video. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's really great in my garage right now. It's a good vibe. It's a g- it's a good vibe. It's a good place uh, when it's not summer in Burbank. 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting up at like I, me and Christina. I think tomorrow I'm getting up at five thirty a.m. because it gets so hot so early mm. in Burbank. I can't do it. I mean, it's like it's like almost a hundred degrees every day. That's oh. the one drawback of Burbank. I would say is that if you're gonna live in Burbank, you really gotta have a pool. Yeah, you really do, and I and I don't. I've got a kiddie pool. We did that. (laughs) (laughs) Which we got to do again sometime. Um, But yeah, you're really, you got to have a pool. I'm having such a hard time getting back into the groove. That's why I'm saying the pandemic pandemic really screwed me because I was in such a groove working out every day. Now I'm just having trouble getting up that early and like getting, just getting out there. It takes me forever to get out there. It takes me forever to get through my workout. Well, I was hesitant to go back just because I didn't want to wear a mask. Uh, The masks were really hard for me to breathe in. And that's was, that's I, why I made a gym in my garage because I could have gone to the YMCA and and sure worn a mask and done it all, but I just couldn't. That's why I was like, I'm creating was my own really gym. hard. And dance classes in a mask, I will tell you, is not pretty. And if uh, they they why didn't they just do them outside somewhere? Well, I mean, it, easier said than done, right? Like you've got to for dance, you've got to build a floor because you can't be dancing right. on concrete. I and guess it is easier said than. And then in a city like this, you've got to have the space. Which right. good luck. And then, and then it's the motivation, right? So I literally only just started going back to class, which is great. It feels so good to be back in class for myself. And, but I feel like I've got to be doing that at a hundred percent, you know, at least two, three classes a week and then teaching my classes that I teach and then going to the gym two times a week, that's kind of where I feel like I have to at least be at that level in order to be at the fitness level that I feel I need to be at. And uh, I am not there. It is hard to maintain that. Yeah. It was just, yeah, I, that's exactly what I'm going through. It's like literally parallels, but in a different, uh, it's just me just trying to get back to like doing the gym thing. From the couch. But yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm literally just trying to get off the couch. It takes me. A few, I snooze my alarm like eight, eight times. There. No, but I do. No, I no, do relate I'm, to I'm it kidding. a lot. Um, I do relate to it a lot. I think a lot of people do. I think the pandemic really just put a knife through everyone's thing. And I think one of the hardest things is the motivation. I mean, we and we live in a town where if you are not motivated, motivated and perfect looking. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is not easy to live here. Like, there's so many gorgeous bodies walking around this town. And if you're not one of them, that sucks at your motivation. I think it it has the potential to. But I think in the world that we're living in, I think beauty standards are changing. What's uh, Movies are getting more diverse in all aspects. I agree with that. So, I don't know. I hope that that's true, too. I mean, I, I... you know, I, I like to see pretty people on the screen. I definitely do. Um, but I think that it would be great if we started to see more voluptuous people, people of different not to, body and, sizes. And not to say those and, people aren't pretty because they, they, they absolutely. are. Absolutely. Like, no, definitely not. I, I'm saying exactly the opposite. Yeah. That it would be so nice to not only see supermodel bodies right. on these screens. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, like women on screen often were more voluptuous and i thought i think so much prettier in that way and um men uh they weren't as like bodybuilder cut 
as uh, all the time that we see now. Like every, well, I feel Marvel, like Marvel, they're all bodybuilder cut. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and I feel like that's really who we are looking at now because Marvel is such a such an omnipresent force in yeah. our Hollywood world now. Yeah. Um, and then if you don't look like a superhero. You know, like Matt Dillon back in the day didn't look like a superhero. He uh-huh. wasn't. He didn't look like that. Neither did Tom Cruise, actually. Right. And neither did uh, Brad Pitt. He was a skinny, like, beanpole when he started in Thelma and Louise. It would be nice. It would be nice to see a little bit of change there for sure. Yeah. Um, it would make it easier on the psyche, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I think there is some shifts happening in that direction, too. You know, I want to start taking dance classes. I think you should. And I want to take singing classes. Um, I think you should. You have a good, strong voice. You just don't know how to use your ear. Yeah, I got to figure out how to use this ear. No joke, actually, because you you do when you do tune in, you sing really well. Yeah. Uh, when you don't, you you're you can you're hit and miss. Yeah. And um, I've never practiced at it. And dance wise, I mean, I knew this from the time you were 13. I mean, you pick up choreography like that, like really fast. Yeah. And you know how to put one foot in front of the other. And I'm telling you, like, it's it's really fun to take a dance class. I think I'm going to do it. I just think I'm going to do it. I think it's good to be able to dance and sing, especially dance. It is. I think it's good as an actor to be able to move your body in different ways yep body awareness and i think it's good i think it's really good as an actor in some aspects of acting it's everything yeah and i mean look at it? uh look at the um bernie we yeah, can bernie's right i, I mean, mean look how freaking awesome he is i mean you wouldn't call terry kaiser a dancer would you like i don't think he's a dancer i don't know that I mean, about him at all i not not that i know of but, but he's he a can freaking dance. physical comedy Dance yeah. comedy, yeah, genius. Yeah, as, as far as like dance comedy goes, yeah, no, he's like an expert. He's an expert. He's <laughs> the one. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's great, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's ta- if if he took um, dance classes at some point in his career. Yeah, um, because he yeah. clearly has a a he, great body awareness. He was twerking all over the place. Oh yeah, he's doing <laughs> stuff that I definitely could not do at least not in my current state <laughs> <laughs> well I, I highly support that that thought yeah i think i'm, I'm gonna do it if it's a gift to up please let me know if it's a gift you better just say so it's gift time is it gift time yeah and it's, it's my gift oh yeah all right well uh let me let me grab you a gift huh uh, let's see what do i got all right it's a beautiful tilly's bag <laughs> so it looks like it's a game uh-huh. Kenny G keeping it sexy <laughs> this is this is one in a million uh, yeah and that's I, exactly what I thought and I mean that use the power of jazz to win the day help Kenny G keep his groove through a hectic day work together to overcome uncool events detangle those luscious locks and avoid rush hour traffic without missing a brassy beat it's a soothing combo of strategy and cooperation uh this is 
like nothing else. Ah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> and we're yeah, gonna I it we're gonna play this. We need to play that and um and you got me the uh was it Law and Order? Oh CSI. CSI. Yeah, we got to do CSI. CSI. So we I need think to have that like one. Board. Actually, looks really fun. We need to actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, too much. Um. Yeah, we should uh we should have a board game night. We'll play them both. Yeah, and then we'll report back. Well, I guess that's it for today. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, wait. You're right. Right. There's a... One more little... Question. That we like to ask ourselves. Right. In the dead of night, when it's quiet, and we think to ourselves, who pays for porn? Hmm. I don't. Neither do I. That's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. Oh. All right.